גמרא תענית, דף כ"ו. Our Masechet has been dedicated by the Jamal brothers, Norman, Joseph, and Jacob, in memory of their grandparents, Sally and Norman Jamal, as well as Vicky and Joseph Beda. Ruach Hashem Tenichem Begin Eden. Amen. Today's daf once again will be studied in the Mishmat Sha'ul Ben Bahia. Ruach Hashem Tenichem Begin Eden. Amen. V'refuah Shalema. Haya Sarah Bat Simha. We begin today's daf on Chavav, and we're starting the new Perek. We start from Bishlosha. Bishlosha, Matnitin. Bishlosha, Perakim, Bashana, three periods of the year. Kohanim nosim et kapehem arba pa'amim bayom. The Kohanim go up and make Birkat Kohanim. Literally, they lift their hands up, which is Birkat Kohanim, four times a day. Bishacharit, Bimusav, Bimincha, Bimincha, Sha'arim. So it sounds like from the Mishnah that there's three times a year that Kohanim uh, make the Beracha uh, in these four tefilot. What are they? Beta'aniyot, on fast days. Beta'amadot, which we'll learn what ma'amadot are in a moment. Ubiyom ha'kippurim, and as well as yom ha'kippurim. So the Gemara says, Eluhen ma'amadot. This is ma'amadot. Uh, now the Gemara is going to explain. Because it says in the Pasuk, We know there's a daily offering that we have to bring called the Korban Tamid. And it says, Who has to bring the Korban Tamid? So the Mishnah asks an obvious question. How can a Korban be brought for a person and he's not there? Every time you bring a Korban, you have to be standing at the Korban. Here it's a Korban for Klad Yisrael. Now, what are you going to have? 600,000 people come every day to the Beit HaMikdash and uh, stand there by the Korban? That's, um, that's impossible. So how do you have a Korban Sibur that's for the Sibur and nobody is represented? So the Gemara Mishnah answers, So the early prophets, David, HaMelech, and Shemuel Navi, they established Esrim Varba Mishmarot. They divided the Kohanim and the Devim into 24 groups. And every week a different group would serve in the Beit HaMikdash. It was a rotation. Al kol mishmar now corresponding to every mishmar, haya ma'amad birushalayim, shel kohanim, shel leviyim, vishishrayim. There was a group that they called them anshem ma'amad. Now why would they call them anshem ma'amad? Because they did exactly what it sounds like. They stood, they stood. They were the standers. Now where were they standing? They stood by the korban. And these groups represented Kohanim, Levim, and Yisraelim. And they would stand as emissaries of the people uh, at the time of the Korban. When the time of the Mishmar, of Kohanim, let's say, their rotation came, Kohanim, Ulvim, Olim, Yerushalayim. So the Kohanim of that Mishmar and the Levim of that Mishmar would go up to Yerushalayim, wherever they lived. They lived all over Eretz Israel, so they'd have to go from their uh, town, and they would make their way up to Yerushalayim. And Israelim that were also part of that Mishmar, who are not stationed in Jerusalem, they would assemble in their town, which means some of the Israelim would actually go to Yerushalayim, and some actually would stay in their town. And they would make special minyanim. This was called the minyan of the Anshem Mishmar. You had to be careful in the old days, you don't get stuck in a Anshem Mishmar Minyan, it's a different type of Minyan. They take out Sefer Torah, they read Ma'aseh Bereshit, and that's done 
uh, on a weekly basis, depending on your group. And share. Now that we have a parenthesis over here, so we're going to skip the parentheses. Now, the Gemishnah tells us what did they read? What was the reading that they read? On the first day, on Sunday, they read the first two paragraphs of Parashat Bereshit, which is the first paragraph of Bereshit, and then Yehidakiyah. Uh, we know that you have to send three people up to the Sefer Torah, obviously, and, you can have to, and each person has to have at least uh, three, uh, three Pesukim. So that she's going to tell us exactly how they divided it in order to get three olim and three pesukim each. But let's just get what they read. Bashini on the second day, which is Monday, they read Yehidakiyah v'yikavu hamayim, the next two paragraphs. Bashini she on Tuesday, yikavu hamayim. And Barbi'i on... And 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 Barbi'i Yehime Orot Yishlitzu Hamayim. On Wednesday they did two parashiot Yehime Orot and Yishlitzu Hamayim. Bahamishi on Thursday Yishlitzu Hamayim VeTotze Haaretz. Bashishi on Friday VeTotze Haaretz and VeChulu Hashamayim. Parasha Gedola. If it's a parasha Gedola, which we call a long paragraph, Korin Otab Bishnayim. So then they divide it amongst two people, two Olim. VeKitana. And if it's a shorter paragraph, they give it to one person. Now, they did this in Shaharit Uba Musaf. So they read the Sefer Torah in Shaharit and, uh, and Musaf. Now, in Minha, they would come and they would read the Torah again, but this time by heart. They didn't take a Sefer Torah out in, in Minha time. So basically, they're reading the same Pirashat three times a day in Shaharit, in Musaf, from a Sefer Torah. In Minhat time, they read the same parasha, but they read it Baal Peh. Kekorin Shema, like we read Shema. Erev Shabbat Baminha. Now, Erev Shabbat Minha, lo ayun nechnasim mipneh kebode Shabbat. They didn't go to make these special minyanim in honor of the Shabbat. And then they were busy on Erev Shabbat preparing for Shabbat. And they didn't want to matriach the people to come to these minyanim. So therefore, there was no ma'amad midyan on Minha Erev Shabbat. The Mishnah continues. Any day that Halel was recited, there was no Ma'amad during Shahrit. Which again, uh, we'll see that. Uh, again, these are long tefilot over here. And since they had to say Halel, so therefore they were occupied with the saying of the Halel. So again, anytime there's an extra prayer to be made, they knocked off the tefilah of the Ma'amadot. So if there's a Halel uh, uh, day, for example, Tosfot will tell us uh, Hanukkah or something like that. So therefore, on those days, there will be no mention of the uh, tefillah of the Ma'amad. So kol yom sheshbo Halel en Ma'amad b'shaharit. So they would cancel the Ma'amad service in Shaharit. Korban Musaf en Ben-Ni'ilah. So any day that they brought a Korban Musaf, so there was no Ma'amad in Ni'ilah. That would be the prayer after uh, uh, Musaf. So kol there was no Ma'amad in Musaf as well. But even the following prayer, which is Ni'ilah, they also uh, they also canceled it. Um, so therefore, because they had to bring animals, and therefore the Hashem Ma'amad, they were bringing wood and water uh, in order to bring the uh, Korbanot. So therefore they had no time to make these special uh, tefilot. So therefore, that she will tell us it was actually canceled for Musaf, for Minha, and Ni'ilah. So again, any time there was a Korban to be brought of Musaf, and Sheikh Muhammad would skip that extra long service in those 
tefillot, and they were busy helping the korban be brought. Finally, the Mishnah says, korban etzim, any day that they brought the wood korban, we'll see what a wood korban is, en b'minha. They did not do the ma'amar in minha. Stay tuned, we will explain what a korban etzim is. Devre Rabbi Akiva, all this is Rabbi Akiva, Amar lo ben Azai, ka chaya Rabbi Yoshua shoneh. Rabbi Yoshua had a different opinion. Korban musaf, anytime there was a korban musaf, en b'minha. There was no um, ma'amar in uh, Minha. However, he holds that there was Ma'amad in uh, Ne'ilah. Korban Etzim, and anytime there was Korban Etzim, and Ben Ne'ilah. There was no Korban, there was no Tefillah in Ne'ilah. Hazar Bi'akiva, Liyot Ben Azai. Ultimately, the Bi'akiva retracted and ultimately agreed with Ben Azai. Again, we'll read uh, she in a moment. You know what? Let's start reading the she on the Mishnah immediately. Bechavo, Bishlosha Perakim. Now, the Gemara, the Mishnah calls the prayer Ni'ilah. So that she finally is going to explain to us why do they call that prayer Ni'ilah. She gives two explanations. Number one, Oh, so some say it's the end of the day when they lock the gates of the Beit HaMikdash. And some say that it's the end of the day, the prayer service is coming to an end, so it's called the gates of heaven are now coming to a close. Okay, so they used to pray Tefillat Ne'ilah during the fast days, just like we do on Yom Kippur. Continue. Okay, so by the way, the Mishnah now is telling us that not only did the Anshim Ma'amad pray that their brother's Korban be accepted, but they also were fasting. So they were much, they were part of the uh, they were part of this uh, process as well. The fish in Amar. Very good. We know that the korban uh, was paid by the Mahasita Sheker. Mahasita Sheker was a in uh, Hayu from all Klai Israel, and the korban tamid came from those coins. So therefore. They have to be standing by the korban. So that she says it's impossible for everybody to stand by the korban. So what do they? What do they do? Shimuel the David. Very good. So you see, Shimuel the David is considered one of the uh, early neviim, at least according to uh, Rashi. Shimuel we know is an abi, but he puts uh, David as well. So what do they establish? Al kol meshmar. Okay, so it's an amazing thing that she's telling us over there. She's telling us that they made two groups of Israelim. One group that went to Jerusalem. Wherever they lived, they lived in Haifa. They had to go to Yerushalayim for that week. And they would actually have a job of praying and also standing by the Qurban Tamid to represent all Klai Yisrael. And then you had another group of Yisraelim that would stay in their cities, but that week they wouldn't pray with the regular minyan. They had to go to a special minyan called the minyan of Anshem Ma'amad. 
and they would pray for the success of their brothers in Yerushalayim, and also, like we're going to read now, they read special uh, Sefer Torah. Okay, we'll do the next one. Kwanim Nevi'im. Shel Nishmar Hayu Olim, Yerushalayim Kohanim La'abodah, Uviim Neshir. Good. Mikol HaMa'amadot, Mikol HaMa'amadot, Hayu Kibu'im Yerushalayim La'abodah, Al-Kurban Achehem. Beautiful. So the Kwanim are working, the Kwanim are working, the Levi'im are singing, and the Anshem Ahmad are standing. Uva Sha'ar. Beautiful. So they're fasting and they're praying. Now, again, we don't have this minyan today. We don't have such a group because we don't have the Korban Tamid. But in the olden days, in every, every uh, you know, every town, you had Anshem uh, Ma'amad. You had to know what part of, you know, a guy didn't show up to shul that week. So where is he? Oh, he's praying with the uh, Ma'amad. His, his uh, rotation came up and he had to go to that special minyan. Allow ourselves to have enough pesukim to send up three odim. Bashini, I'm sorry, Bashishi. Bashishi, Bashishi. It was seharet adva yichulu. The fish of parashat to seharet and by ela shemona pesukim. The fish of omer vayichulu. Okay, so she says you were able to send two people up in vatot seharet because you have eight pesukim, but you don't have nine pesukim. So I had to add vayichulu on Friday. Parashat gedola. Shir parashat halalu korin ota bishnayim kigon parashat ishona. Now we'll, 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 we'll see how you do that. How do you, how do you have a parasha of five pesukim and split it up amongst two people? So the Gemara is going to explain. You probably have to repeat a pasuk, or you have to stop in the middle of a pasuk and break one pasuk into two. But the point is, you're going to be able to take parasha bereshit, which is five pesukim, and break it into two uh, olim, and then you'll read the hirakia, which will be the third. Okay, so the Gemara is assuming over here that you can divide five pesukim amongst two people, and we'll see exactly how that's done. In Minhad time, they would read it, but they would read it Baal Peh. Right, the Gemara is going to ask uh, like a stira. It sounds like they read it from the Sefer from the beginning of the Mishnah. Then it says Kolim al pihem. So we'll see if they actually did it al pe or from a Sefer Torah. Kol yom. Oh, so interesting. So that she learns for some reason only those that are in Yerushalayim, they they are the ones that skipped the Ma'amad Tefillah on the day that there was Halel. So they they didn't pray for their uh, for their brothers. they went to the Beit Hamikdash and they said the Halel bit of Am. But it sounds like the people that were back home, there was no reason for them to, to skip it. They said the Halil, and they said, they also had to say Halil. But Kandirei wasn't what such, uh, didn't take so much to the heart to say the Halil like it did to the people in Yerushalayim for some reason. 
אוקיי, קורבן מוסף. יום שיש פה קורבן מוסף בירושלים, אין מעמד בנעילה בירושלים. וכל שכן במנחה הסמוכה למוסף, כפי שהיו תלמידים... because that's been Korban Musaf, so Koshiken is not going to be in Mencha either, because they're busy bringing the Korban. Now, we know Anshim Ahmad don't bring Korbanot, but they help by getting the wood and getting the water, so therefore that's what their uh, service is going to be. So he says, So the Fish Ayut Erudim. Ba Musaf, Shiyesh Bo Lehakri Behemot Yoter Metani Shehu Echad. Right. Minimum Musaf is two Korbanot. So they've automatically they're going to be busy. Where are they going to be busy with? Velo yem penai. Well, she akoharim shal ma'amad tirudim ha'musaf. Yisrael shebahen hayu tirudim nachtob esim v'deshomayim. V'dochay afilu ma'amad ne'ilah. Okay, so therefore according to that opinion, if there's a korban musaf, it pushes off uh, everything. It pushes off musaf, mencha, and even uh, ne'ilah. Korban esim, the Gemara will explain what that is. <coughs> we'll see that now. Okay, go on. Yeah, you can read it. Right, so Korbanesim, we're going to learn that there was nine families that got a zechut to donate wood to the Bet HaMikdash. After all, they need wood in the Bet HaMikdash for the Korban, for the, uh, for the Mizbeah. So these nine families... <coughs> Uh, would donate the wood, and on the day that they brought the, uh, the wood, it was a holiday, and they would bring a korban. So it says uh, on that day, they would cancel the uh, ma'amad uh, service. Uh, there was no musaf on that day, obviously, it was just a holiday for that family, but they would push the ma'amad of minha off because of korban etzim, because uh, that's when they brought it, right before uh, minha. Okay, now let's go back to the uh, Mishnah, and the Mishnah... Now is going to explain a little about this korban uh, esi. Zman atze kohanim vehaam tishaa. So they call it the wood festival, uh, not woodstock, wood festival. Zman atze kohanim vehaam tishaa. So there's uh, nine uh, different times a year that they would celebrate this uh, this man etzi. Behad ben Nisan on the first of Nisan ben Arach ben Yehuda. So the family of Arach. From the tribe of Yehuda, they donated the wood. Ve'asrim betamuz ben David ben Yehuda. Twenty tamuz, the family of David of the tribe of Yehuda. Ba'hamisha be'avah, the fifth of Av ben Parosh ben Yehuda. The family of Parosh from the tribe of Yehuda. B'shav'ah bo on the seventh on the seventh of Av bo ben Yonadav ben Rechav. That was the family of Yonadav ben Rechav. Ba'asarah bo on tenth of Av ben Sena'ah ben Benjamin. So Sena'ah from the tribe of Benjamin. Ba'hamisha asar bo. On the 15th of that month, which is the uh, 15th of Av, Bene uh, Zatu Ben Yehuda, again, tribe of Yehuda, Ve'imahem, Kohanim, and the Ve'im. And along with them, there were some other Kohanim and the Ve'im, Ve'chol Misheta'a B'Shivto, and uh, certain people that um, they knew that they uh, were part of the wood, uh, you know, families, but they didn't know exactly which, uh, which day or which tribe they were from, so they brought it together on the 15th of Av. Uvneh, Literally, it means the pestle smugglers. We'll see that story in the Gemara. And the fig cutters. They would also be part of the um, Korban on that day. On the 20th of that month of Ab. 
again from the tribe of Yehuda, Be'esrim Be'elul, 20 Elul, B'nei Adin Ben Yehuda, Be'ehad Be'tevet, okay, close enough, Shavu B'nei Paro'os Shiniyah, the family of Paro'os came back a second time. Okay, now let's just read the uh, Rashi's over here. Zman Atzei Kohanim Ve'a'am, Shemitnadevim Etzim. Oh, so these nine days are automatic, even if they had wood. So this was not from necessity, necessarily. Even if they had wood already in the uh, treasury, doesn't matter. These nine days, these families would come, make their donation of wood, and they would bring a special korban uh, to commemorate it. And it says over here, Bene Allah bin Yehuda. Okay, so therefore, why, why did these families get the Zikhud? Because they were the ones that stepped forward when they came to rebuild, when they rebuilt the Beit HaMikdash. They donated, and therefore that became their day. That's it, those families locked it in that donation. And they donated wood until the next uh, period, and the 20th Tammuz, let's say. And then the next family stepped up and uh, they brought. Bene David. Okay, very good. Sana bin Binyamin, Zatu bin Yehuda, Gunve Eli, Bene It's all the same family, which we'll see why they call that family, which is really Sana bin Binyamin and Zatu bin Yehuda, Gunve Eli, Bene Why do they call them that? Bene Adin, Behad, Betebet Shebo. So we'll see why they gave them this time. Now, Okay, we had it uh, this week. There was no ma'amad on Aleph Tebet for the simple reason it's Rosh Chodesh and Hanukkah. Now, on Rosh Chodesh, obviously, there's a Musaf and there's Halel because it's Hanukkah. So therefore, you have a double header here. You have Halel and Hanukkah and Rosh Chodesh. And of course, of Hanukkah and Musaf. So therefore, lo ayabu ma'amad, because remember we learned, we just learned that any time you have a korban Musaf, so they would cancel the uh, the, the ma'amad in Musaf, Minha, and Ne'ilah, according to the first opinion. And any time there was Halil, they would cancel it in Shahrit. So on Rosh Chodesh, Hanukkah, you have both. You have Musaf and you have Halil. So therefore, there was no uh, ma'amad the entire day. Read the Tosafot for a second, Abotai. I'm reading Tosafot. Bechol yom sheyesh bo halel, en bo ma'amad shaharit pirushtahainu Hanukkah. Right. The only time where you have a halel without a musaf, it's got to be Hanukkah. Every other time we say halel gamur, it's a yom tov. There's no other time of a halel gamur without a musaf. So therefore, what's, what, what, what's the only time that there's going to be a halel that knocks off the ma'amad in shaharit, and that's it? Beautiful. Hanukkah. We're still, we're still in the Ha'arara, but right? three days after Hanukkah, we're still getting the reverberations. The Gemara doesn't want to let us go from Hanukkah, Baruch Hashem. The Bish'ar Yom Tov, lo mashkahat la, belo korban musaf. And any, any other Yom Tov, is always going to be connected to a musaf. Korban musaf, en bo b'ne'ilah. Perush yom shikarbin bo musaf, en bo ne'ilah. Wow, so they knock after ma'amad in musaf, ben ha'ne'ilah, the fee, shitirudin him be musaf. Ben ha'ne'ilah, the two bits, they can't even say ne'ilah. 
קורבן עצים אין בו במנחה, משום דעת המנחה היו תירודים בקורבן העצים. אנטל מנחה דה ובזי בריגן לקורבן עצים, אבל יש בו נעילה. ודאינג קנצל נעילה על הקורבן עצים. ודכל כך לא היו מאחרים. זה לא היה כל כך לא היה כל כך נעילה. דמר בן עזיין. אוקיי, ביוטיפול רבותיי. עכשיו אנחנו נתניהו. The Mishnah, now it's the famous part of the Mishnah, Hamishah, Devarim Erot HaBotel, Mishvah Asar Betamuz, there's five items that befell the people on Shavah Asar Betamuz. Bechamishah, Betashu'abah, five items on Shabah. Bechavah Asar Betamuz, on the 17th of Tamuz, what does it say? Nishtaberu Aluchot. So first of all, we know that the tablets were broken. Now Moshe Rabbeinu came down from Har Sinai, they were worshipping the Egel on that day. And he broke the Luchot. Ubutal Tamid. And the Qurban Tamid was discontinued. That was in times of the Greeks. Again, Hanukkah reference over there. That they were mevatel the Qurban Tamid at the times of the second Beit HaMikdash. Until the Hashmonaim came, Matityahu Banab, and reinstated it. Furthermore, Bhubka'ir, the wall was breached. That's referring to um, when the Roman army came on the 17th of Tammuz, right before they destroyed it, so there was a breach of the wall of the city. Postemos was a Greek general, and he burnt the Torah that was written by Ezra, which was actually the most authoritative copy of the Torah that we had, and that was a great tragedy that we lost that great Sefer Torah. And also placed idolatry in the Hechal, in the Beit HaMikdash. But the Sha'abe'av, the following things happened. There was a Gezerah upon our ancestors that we cannot enter Eres Yisrael. Both the first temple and second temple were destroyed. The city of Betar was uh, conquered, which was, uh, obviously it was a lot of people. It fell 52 years after the destruction of the second Beit HaMikdash, and that was considered a calamity equal to the destruction of the Bet HaMikdash because the Jews still had that stronghold and there was a chance for them to overpower the Romans. Once Betar was taken, the Jews knew that uh, their fate was uh, complete. <clears throat> Furthermore, it says, the city of Jerusalem uh, was plowed. That was Ternus Rufus. He plowed the, uh, the, 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 the site of the Second Temple, which was considered like a, a tragedy in itself. Uh, Therefore, when the month of Ab begins, we limit our joy. Okay, let's catch up in Rashi. Rabotai, Nishtabiru Aluhot, begin with Rabbi Faresh. Butal Tamid. So Rashi learns that Amit Selim Baichal. Uh, was not a Greek item, but it was actually the king Menashe. Okay, Al Avotenu. Right, that's after the spies, so there was a decree on Dora Midbar that we cannot go into Israel. Betar. Right, so the Gemara says now, Shabbat Shechal Tisha'a Be'av Do'a Petuchah, the week of Tisha'a Be'av, we would call that Shabuah Shechal Bo Tisha'a Be'av. So it's Asur L'Milisaper, you're not allowed to take haircuts, and M'Lechabes, and you cannot also launder clothes. One second. Okay. Uba Hamishi, 
However, if Tishabav, let's say, uh, falls out on a Friday, so it would be permissible on Thursday, Mutarim Epinechim or the Shabbat. We, we don't have Tishabav anymore on a Friday, but in the old days it was possible. Now, they don't want you to go into Shabbat, you know, without, without a haircut, because it's Friday is Tishabav. So they permitted it to launder clothes uh, on the preceding uh, um, uh, Thursday in honor of the uh, Shabbat. The question is, did they allow haircuts also? So we have to see. But it sounds like over here they permitted to launder clothes. Let's just catch up in Ashi for a second. Shabbat. So that she learns only kibbutz. They didn't, I guess they didn't want you to go into Shabbat with a, you know, a clean shaven and a haircut. So you have to go to Avelut. So therefore, you can't, can't change that. But they allowed you to launder your clothes, so at least you'll have fresh clothes for uh, Shabbat. Ushahal. Right, which is when, when uh, Tisha'a Be'av uh, fell out on the Dalit B'Shabbat, on, uh, on a Wednesday, it's also mutar uh, to do on Thursday, because it's the day after Shabbat. There's no restrictions on the day after, that she says. The only restrictions are on the day before. So therefore, when Shabbat fell out on a Friday, the Hadush, you could take a... You can clean your clothes on Thursday. But if the Shabbat fell out on a Wednesday, of course you can clean your clothes on Thursday because that's the day after the Shabbat. Now we discuss Erev the Shabbat. Erev the Shabbat, lo yochal adam shnei tabshini. The person is not allowed to eat two cooked foods. That's, uh, uh, now it doesn't tell us when, it just says Erev the Shabbat. We have to see exactly what time this is. But he cannot eat two cooked foods. As she explains an example of two cooked foods, shnei tabshini, Okay, Shnei Tavshin Basar V'dagim. There you go. Full uh, problem Basar V'dagim. Okay, I guess you ate them separately. Or Basar U'Betzim She'alav. Or Basar with eggs that they put on it. So that's considered two Tavshinin. Or Dag U'Betza, or a certain food that they used to have uh, a poached egg with the fish. Uh, that's considered uh, two, uh, two Tavshinin. So it says, you have to limit what you eat on Erev Tisha Be'av. Two cooked foods, uh, you're not allowed to eat. Lo yochal basar velo yishteyayin. It sounds like on Erev Tisha Be'av only, you cannot have meat and you cannot drink wine. The bi shem'on ben gamliel omed yishaneh. That you don't need to do all these things, just uh, you have to change from your normal practice. The bi yehuda mechayeh bekfiat amitah. The bi yehuda says you have to overturn the beds. Uh meaning not sleep on it. Basically, they would sleep on the floor, an upside-down bed. Velo hodul ha'chamim, ha'chamim did not agree with that. Let's just read Rashi Kifiyat HaMita. Al-Paneha, velo yishan aleha. Very good. Amar bishimon ben Gamliel, lo ayu yamim tovim l'Yisrael, kamisha asar be'av, uchiyom ha'kipurim. So the two festive days of the year were hamisha asar be'av and yom ha'kipurim shibahen. On those two days, benot Yerushalayim, yotzot b'chli laban, Shi'ulin, the uh, girls, the uh, single girls of Yerushalayim would go out dressed in white garments that they borrowed. We'll see why. Should not embarrass a lady who didn't have. Since, since everybody's borrowing, so therefore nobody would get embarrassed because everybody uh, would be in the same boat. Everybody was borrowing. All the garments that were worn uh, needed to have tevila because you didn't know which lady was nida. And therefore you didn't want to have tumah. So the Jewish girls would go out, they would dance 
in the vineyards. What were they saying? So it says, Young man, lift up your eyes. Look what you're choosing for yourself. Don't pay attention to beauty. Pay attention to family. Beauty is vain. It's a lady that has fear of God. She will be praised. Give her from the fruits of her hand. That's the true praise. Let the girls of Sion go up in the so what is this referring to? That's referring to the day of Matan Torah, which uh, can be a reference to Yom Kippur, because Yom Kippur was Matan Torah. The, the, the second Luchot were given to us on Yom Kippur. So that's the Sena or Ena Benotzion. When did Benotzion go out? Yom Hatunato. What is Yom Hatunato? Matan Torah. That's the day that they built the Beta Mikdash. Now, what is that day that they built uh, the Beta Mikdash? The Chaurah, that sounds like also a reference to Yom Kippur, because the dedication ceremony for the first temple lasted from the 7th to the 21st of Tishri. So, therefore, Yom Kippur is also uh, this referring to this day over here. Maharsha, however, argues. He learns that this is a reference to Hamisha Asar Be'av. So therefore, because it makes sense according to the Mahasha, because the Mishnah wants to prove to you that these two days were, you know, So when were they? Biyom Hatunato, Biyom Sumhat Libo. So Mahasha learns, Yom Hatunato, Zematan Torah. Biyom Sumhat Libo, that's the day that they, they, they built the Beit HaMikdash, or they inaugurated, I don't know why 15th of Av has to do with the Beit HaMikdash, but it says that that ultimately will be built if you want to catch up with Nashi's over here, Sheulin, they the girls have to borrow the clothes for these parties. Nashi. Right, not to embarrass those that didn't have Teunin Tevila, they had to dip them in the mikveh. Why? Right, maybe she's Nida. Which is dancing. Oh, very good. So Shalom is not referring to Shalom HaMelech. Shalom is Melech Shalom Shalom, which is God, the king that peace belongs to him. Okay, okay. that's referring to the um, the Matan uh, Torah, which is Yom Kippur, which we received the second Luchot. Okay, Rabotai, now let's start the Gemara. Bishlosha, Perakim, Bashana. We learned in the Mishnah three times a year, so the Kwanim are Nose Kapayim, they make Mikat Kwanim and Shaharit, Musaf, Minha, and Ne'ila. So the Gibara says, hold it. Ta'aniyotu Ma'amadot Mi'ika Musaf. On the Ta'aniyot, there's no Musaf. And furthermore, on the Ma'amadot, there's no Musaf. So how can the Mishnah say that on those two out of the three days, they say Mikat Kwanim and Musaf? There's no Musaf on those days. So, so what are you talking? So the Mishnah has to be adjusted. There's some words missing in the Mishnah. And you have to read the Mishnah like this. Three times a year. That means in every tefillah, whatever, that, whatever every tefillah means. That means every time they pray, three times a year, they're going to say the Kwanim in every single tefillah. Now, 
Now, one of those three, it's actually four times a day, which is Kippur, because you have uh, the Sha'arit Musaf Minha Un'ilat Sha'arim. And these are the three times, Ta'aniyot. So in Ta'aniyot, we'd have Shacharit, Mincha, Ne'ila. So that's all three. Ma'amadot, the same thing. On Kippur, you would have an additional. You'd have Musaf. So then we have Shacharit, Musaf, Mincha, Ne'ila. So there were three times a year you're saying, Berkat Kwanim, in every tefillah that's available. And one of those three times, you're actually doing it four times a day, which is Yom Ha Kippur. Correct. Um, fine. So now the Gemara comes along and says, Amar of Nachman, Amar Bar Abu, Zu Meir. Okay, that's the opinion of Rabbi Meir. That what? And every tefillah, they would make kwanim. omrim, shaharit, umusaf, yesh kapayim. However, menha and kapayim. no nesiat kapayim um, in Menha as well as Ne'ila. That's according to uh, the sheet of Hachamim. Man Hachamim. Who are these Hachamim? So the Gabbara says, Rabbi Yudai. Where do we see Rabbi Yudai? The Tanya. Shagrit, Umusaf, Menha, Ne'ila. All the Tefilot, Kulan, Yeshbem, Nisiat, Kapayim. Tevin Rabbi Meir, which is the author of Amishnah. Rabbi Yudai Omer, Shagrit, Umusaf, Yeshbem, Nisiat, Kapayim. Menha, Ne'ila. And by him, Nisiat Kapayim. That's the second Shita. No Nisiat Kapayim, not in Mincha and not in Ne'ila. To be Yosef, third Shita, Ne'ila, yes, by Nisiat Kapayim, Mincha, and by Nisiat Kapayim. So Ne'ila, yes, Mincha, no. Sounds like our Yom Kippur Minhag. And we will see exactly that in a moment. Bemai Kamifliki. Let's just review the argument, Abotai. First opinion is to be me. He says, Birkat Kwanim is said in all the Philot, Shachrit, Misaf, Mincha, Ne'ila. According to the Bi Yehuda, he knocks it out from Minha and Ne'ila. And according to the Bi Yoseh, he knocks it out just from Minha. So now the Gemara wants to know, what is the Mahloket based on? Why don't we make Birkat Korim gentlemen every day in Minha? Today, for example. Why don't we make today Birkat Korim Minha? We have a Minyan. We, should, we, we pray Hazara. Let's say we should say Kwanim Bechavod and Kwanim go up. Why don't we make Kwanim in Mincha on a daily basis? The Gemara says because they were concerned about drunkenness. People would eat and drink that time of day, lunch, and therefore they were worried about that the Kwanim might be drunk. And we learned already that the Kwanim cannot make this Kapayim if he is inebriated. Well, on a fast day, you don't have to worry about that. Ha'idana Leka Shikrut. Yom Kippur, clearly not. And even on the days of Ma'amad, we learned in the Mishnah that they would fast on those days. And Tan Yot Kol Sheken. So therefore, there's no problem of Gezerah of Shikhrut. So the opinion of Rabbi Meir is, let them make Birkat Kohanim every single day. And every single Tefillah. Not every single day. Every single Tefillah on a fast day. There's no concern about Shikhrut. The Biuda Sabad. What is the Behuda opinions? The Shahrit U Musaf, the Khod Yomal, Loshkiya Shikhrut, Logazubura Banan. Minhaun Ila, the Khod Yoma, Shkiya Shikhrut, Gazura Banam. So the Bihuda's opinion is a gizira. Listen, there was no concern in Shahrit and Musaf on a regular day like today to be worried about Kwanin because you don't eat. You don't eat until you pray Shahrit and Musaf. So there was no problem of shikrut. But there's always a daily problem of shikrut during Minha. So the rabbi made a gezerah of fast days to a regular day. 
on a regular day, since in Minha and Ne'ilah time, there was a hashash of shikhrut, so he was concerned on, obviously, a weekday, which is, we understand that concern, but he made a gizirah even on fast days, that you cannot make berkat kwanim in Minha and Ne'ilah, gizirah atu a non-fast day. Now, Rabbi Yosef Sabar, Minha di'ita bechol yoma gazu berabbanan. Ne'ilah deleta bechol yoma lo gazu berabbanan. Rabbi Yosef says, listen, I understand you want to make a gezerah, but you make a gezerah on something that's prevalent, on something that's shiyah. Minha, we pray every day. So therefore, you want to make a gezerah on minha of a ta'anit, atu minha every day, where there's drunkenness, fine. But ne'ilah is a rare occasion. Therefore, since we don't pray ne'ilah every day, he did not make a gezerah of ne'ilah atu anything, and therefore, he allowed birkat kwanim to be made in Ni'ilah. So now the Gemara says, who's the halakha like? We have three choices. Amar of Yehuda, Amarav, halakha kerebi mi'ir. Which is what? You say berkat kunim in all the tefirot. Kerebi Yohanan Amar, nahagu ha'am kerebi mi'ir. Well, halakha is not like kerebi mi'ir, but it's minhag, like kerebi mi'ir. Verava Amar, minhag kerebi mi'ir. So it's either halakha, like kerebi mi'ir, or nahagu ha'am, the custom act, the custom of the people, they acted in accordance with mi'ir, or it's minhag. What is the nafkamina between halakha, nahagu, or minhag? Man da amar halakha mi'ir. What does that mean? Darshinan la bepirka. That means you teach it in public. Halakha kerebi mi'ir. You broadcast halakha. Man da amar minhag. But according to the opinion that says what? It's the custom, uh, which is rabah. That he was the one that said, minhag kerebi mi'ir. Midrash to darshinan. They don't doresh it in public. However, if somebody asks, you know, case by case basis, we'll answer them. But according to the people that the, the Shittarit says, the people had that custom, we don't even give that ruling. However, but if the people do it on their own, so okay, we're not going to make them go back. We'll let them, uh, we'll let them do what they want. So therefore, different levels of, um, you know, uh, how much we took Rabbi Meir. But it doesn't matter. Because Rav Nachman came along and said, Rav Nachman amar halakha kerebi yoseh. And the Gibraltar concludes, v'halakha kerebi yoseh. Case closed. And that's Amenhag, by the way. Amenhag is what? That Sha'rit always we have it. Musaf for sure. And Minha we do not have it. We make a gizram, Minha atu Minha of a regular day where there's shikhrut. And Ni'ilah since it's a rare occasion. So therefore we make it the Ni'ilah. Again, take Yom Kippur, because that's the only day really we can prove this. Take Yom Kippur as our, uh, uh, as our um, uh, model where we skip it in Mincha, but we put it in Ni'ilah. Now, the only problem is we know uh, that what? Uh, today, if you take a regular Ta'anit day by us, like take it to Shabi'ab, we make Birkat Kwanim in Mincha. Now, hold it. If you're following Rabbi Yoseh, how can we say Birkat Kwanim in Mincha unto Shabi'ab? I thought Nabi Yosef says we do not make it in Minha, only in Ni'ilah. So that's the Gemara's next question. But today, how are we allow the Kwanim to make Birkat Kwanim in Minha on a Ta'anit? Minha is not Ni'ilah, but the Gemara says it's close enough. Since when are we talking about Minha? We're talking about Minha close to Shki'ah, not Minha Gedolah. And since minha that's close to shikiah is like a ni'ilah, because it's being prayed at the same time as ni'ilah, ketfilat ni'ilah damya, it gives the status of 
tefilat na'ila. So therefore, that's what we're relying on. That not only, it doesn't mean tefilat na'ila, it means a prayer that is prayed bish'at tefilat na'ila, which could even be a minha on a fast day, so you would say mikat kwanim. So that, that this also the halakha that we learned, if you pray minha gedolah, for example, on a fast day, there will not be mikat kwanim. Mikat kwanim could only be and not only when you pray minha you have to pray mamash a half hour before sunset, just like the law of ni'ilah. So long as you're within a half hour before sunset, which is the sha'at of ni'ilah, then already you're okay. But any time you're before that, you're not going to be able to pray mikat kwanim. It's got to follow the model of ni'ilah. Now, if you look at Tosafot for a second, let's catch up in the Tosafot team over here. Minha v'ni'ila dechol yoma shichi behu shichrut. So God's rubu rabbanan. They made a gezerah when afilu biyomah deta'anit delit b'shichrut. Even on a fast day where there's no shichrut, obviously, in minha, they made a gezerah. V'kasha da'acha mashma de minha shaycha shichrut. From our Yomar, it sounds like minha time is a drinking time. Drunken time. But from the Gemara in Shabbat, is not a time of drinking. So right, which means they're comparing Minha to Arbit in that Gemara. And therefore they're saying, Minha, when you compare it to Arbit, is not a drinking time. Compared to Arbit, which is a very drinking time. But over here, we're comparing it to uh, uh, to 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 to, to Sharit and Musaf, which for sure is a drinking time. So it all depends, it's relative. The Yotte Shikhiyah Shikhrut Barbit, Yotte Bebenha, Abad Olam Bebenha Shikhiyah Shikhrut, the Gabe Sharit and Musaf. So it's relative to what you're comparing it to. Benha is a Shikhrut time. Less when you compare it to Arbit, but much more when you compare it to Sharit and Musaf, which is our Gemara. Uman de Amar, next to Sfot Nagu, Oriyan Nami do Morina, Pirash to Perekama, fine, Baidana. Last of all, Nahug Alma de Parsi Kane Yadayu be Minha Samuk Shkiata Hama. Lekach lo Nagua Amman Siat Kapa be Minha be Yom Kippurim. Oh, very good. Why don't we say Nisiat Kapa on Minha be Yom Kippur? Because it's Minha, it's not an Ira. And we have an Ira coming up. He says, Be Yom Kippur, the fish with Palim, Minha be Ojom Gadol. Correct, we're praying it early. And therefore, obviously, he never took away Ne'ilah. So therefore, we have an understanding of this. Now, the Gemara has one more point over here. That's clear. Everybody agrees a drunkard uh, cannot do Nisiat Kapayim. How do we know this? We have a uh, juxtaposition in the Torah between uh, the fact that the Kohanim make the Berachat Kohanim, and that's compared, that's connected to Nazir. What's the uh, connection? Lomar, man Nazir asud bayayin, af Kohen mevarech asud bayayin, beauty. That just like a Kohen, a Nazir is forbidden with wine, so to Nazir is also, sorry, so to a Kohen mevarech is forbidden with wine. Read that she, that she parashat kohen mevarech. Two lines from the bottom. Parashat naso. And what's right after that? Parashat nazir. So therefore, what's the connection? The connection is that water, just like nazir is asud b'yayin, so to kohen mevarech asud b'yayin. So the Gemara says, wait. Matkif la abud rabi matkif la abud rabi zera. Va'amila o sha'ya bar zabda. 
Iman Nazir Asur Beharsan. Well, guess what? Nazirim are also Asur to eat grape seeds. Af, Kohen Bevarek Asur Beharsan. You want to go to the extreme and say that Kohanim that want to make Merkatkum can't even eat grape seeds? You know how far you want to go? Amar Bitzchak, Amar Kera, Lesharreto, Ulbarech, Beshmo. The Torah compares making Birkat Kohanim to actually serving. Clearly, somebody that serves in the Beit HaMikdash is permissible to have the seeds of the grapes. So to a Kohen that's making the Beracha can eat Harsan. So we compare it to Nazir, limited, limited comparison to Nazir. Like a wine. But like Harsan, we compare it to the Sharet. So the Gemara comes along and says, wait, you want to compare it to a Misharet? We know that if a person has a blemish, a blemish Kohen who's a Ba'almum cannot serve. So too, maybe you'll tell me, Af Kohen Mivarech Ba'almum Lo, that maybe a Kohen uh, who's a Ba'almum cannot make Berkat Kohen, he should be uh, disqualified. But uh, that's not true. We learned in Masikat Megillah, we're going to learn it, only external blemishes are forbidden. They can cause the people to become, uh, lose their concentration because they're going to see external blemishes. But internal blemishes, it's okay for a Kohen to serve. Uh, to make Berkat Kohanim, I should say. So Lecha'ora, why? If you're comparing it to Lesharetot, so Lecha'ora, Ma Misharet Ba'almum is Asur, Af, uh, Af Berkat Kohanim, Ba'almum should be Asur. So the Gemara says, no, Ha'it Kash Nazir. No, we have Nazir for that. And clearly a Ba'almum can be a Nazir. So he goes, hold it. Make up your mind. When you want to go to Nazir, you learn from Nazir. When you want to go to uh, mish, uh, you go to Misharet. Why are you uh, uh, making your rulings which is basically you're taking Nazir and you're saying what? Okay, Nazir, we said just like Nazir is forbidden in wine. I, Nazir is forbidden also in grape seeds. No, we're lenient. We're going to take the leniency to say grape seeds is okay. Okay, great. And where do you learn that from? Misharet. Beauty. So you want to go for Misharet, then you should forbid Ba'almum. No, I'm going to go lenient. Learn it from Nazir. So basically, we're taking the leniency of Nazir, that Ba'almum is Mutar, and we're taking the leniency of Misharet, that grape seeds are Mutar. Why are you learning it? Lekula. You can learn the Humrah. And learn what? Nazir. Grape seeds should be forbidden to the Birkat Kwanim, and Ba'almum should be forbidden from Misharet. Why are you learning both ways? Lekula. Gemara says, Asmach Taninu Medrabanan. These comparisons are anyway only Medrabanan. It's not a biblical law. And therefore, Wul Kula. And therefore, we go Lekula. We're going to go to the lenient side. Okay, Rabotai. We will stop over here. Tomorrow, we will finish the top two Tosfotim. We need to go now pray. Baruch Adonai Adam.